Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to learn how to grow, how to become an even more amazing version of you, and to connect into a community of like-minded people who are all walking this path and aren't afraid to share the highs and the lows of chasing your dreams. I'm so glad you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, 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 beautiful people. Monica Ferguson here. Welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, which I am so excited to bring to you because this has been probably the the most deep work I've ever done for myself. And I've seen over and over again the power that this work has to totally shift the trajectory of our lives, how we feel about ourselves, what we're able to receive, all of that amazingness. So I hope you guys are doing well. I know that the world is an insane place to be right now. And so that's also why I really wanted us to focus on this topic this week, because this is something that we can control. And the more that we can dig deep within ourselves, the more that we can clear out any of that shadow stuff and hold more light and body more love, the greater impact we can have in the world and the greater that we can make our own lives. So it gives us something useful to focus on, right? Because it would be very easy to get caught up in a lot of the drama. So let's crack into it, shall we? First things first, you will need a journal, Maybe some tissues, maybe not. (laughs) But definitely a journal. There are going to be a couple of prompts that I'll give you guys that will help you to really go deeper. So go and get that. Pause me here. Come back and let's crack into it. So (laughs) here we go. Five points, right? How to love yourself when you've been very good at doing the opposite. And let's be real. We all are. We're trained that way. We truly are raised that way. You know, I think back to even when I was growing up, five years ago, just kidding, a few more than that. But when I was growing up, you know, the the pop kind of influences at the time were people like Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, Hilary Duff. All these people were getting ripped to shreds about, you know, their weight and stuff. They were a size two. And so this is how we were raised to believe, you know, that we were raised to believe that, oh my God, we're not good enough. We're not good enough. We're not good enough. We're not good enough. And it was this message over and over and over again. And I know that even the next generation up, I've seen it so many times play out in my photography studio. And it really is just our culture. So With that being said, as we move into these topics, it's so important for everyone to really exercise so much self-compassion because none of this stuff we've done deliberately. If we're holding on to a bunch of negative stuff and all that kind of thing, it's just programming. And more often than not, it came from someone else. But by us shining a big light on it, this is where we can change the whole course, right? So point number one, rest. (laughs) You thought it was going to be bad. I'm like, yep, get in a comfy chair and watch a movie. The hilarious thing with this is that I've never, ever had to tell someone to do more. I'm always saying do less. And I'm not going to get too much into this in this episode. Let me know if you guys want to hear more about this. But we do have to be mindful of the balance between feminine and masculine energy. Okay, so obviously both 
you know, reside within each of us. It doesn't matter what gender you are. But so often what's happening is even as women is that we're really operating in this masculine energy, but not a, not a divine masculine energy, not a sacred masculine energy, but a wounded one. Why? Because we've been taught that our value comes from our hustle. We've been taught that you work hard and you get results. We've been taught that you can't rest or else you're lazy. All of these things that come up, and I would love to hear from you guys, what are the beliefs that you have been carrying? Imagine your mother's voice in your head. What would she say? You know, and we've just, we have accepted these beliefs and integrated them. And so, so often people really struggle to relax or they really struggle to be in their feminine energy because if they're present, all of a sudden, all of these things, these fears, these doubts, these limiting beliefs, these feelings that we have, that we want to avoid, catch up with us. And as long as we're busy and productive, even if that busyness is scrolling through social media, our mind is occupied, right? So we never have to really be present with ourselves. And this is one of the initial things that I often run up against with people when I'm trying to teach them how to start meditating, is there's this resistance, right? And the resistance is their unconscious mind doing a phenomenal job at protecting them from feelings and pain and all sorts of things that they've been trying to avoid for a long time. And then I get up in their grill and I'm like, no, 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 we're done. We're done running away from our from our shit. We're going to face it. And so that's what happens, right? So we try and create distractions. And this is an art. It truly is a process of unlearning. But I just want to remind you that your worth does not come from what you do. Your value does not come from what you do. You know, you're a, you're a child of God. The chances of you being here are one in 400 trillion. It's not an accident. And you weren't put on this planet to hustle and then die. That, that's just not how this works. So to really remember that you're allowed to love yourself for who you are. Because that's, that's the truth. What you do isn't who you are. You're inherently lovable, inherently worthy, inherently deserving of rest. And when we flip that and we start to recognize that, man, the more that I pour into myself, the more I can actually do for others anyway. But also, I just deserve it. I just, I deserve to feel good. I deserve to get my nails done. I deserve to buy new clothes just for fun. I deserve to take an entire weekend off with the girls and go away. I deserve a few hours every night to watch whatever <laughs> or do whatever, you know? And this is so counterintuitive. It goes against everything that we've been taught. It's wild. It is so wild. So this is a really interesting area to look at within our own lives and, and start to reflect on where am I hustling? Where am I distracting myself? Can I rest? What are the, what are the rules that I've put on my own rest? I can rest after five o'clock. What about the weekends? If you took the whole weekend off just for you, would you feel guilty about that? And where is that guilt coming from? Why would you feel guilty? Because what if, okay, what if I said to you, I'm taking a whole weekend off. Would you judge me? Or are there different roles for other people than for yourself? Because that's often what happens, right? <laughs> we look at other people and we say, oh, you so deserve rest. Because we think everyone else is worthy except for us. It's much easier to love other people than ourselves. 
which is why this is such an important piece to really acknowledge and step into and start digging into. Because remember that, you know, like the universe, if it gives us more, it's just going to amplify what's already there. So if we're asking for more money, more impact, more success, more love, and we're already overloaded with what we've got now, we're never going to get more. But if we show the universe, hey, you know what? I am taking time to love myself, to rest, to recharge with what I've got. The universe is going to go, okay, cool. So you can handle more. It does actually make sense if we think about it. But in terms of the way that we've been raised and the societal conditioning, which says hustle, 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 work is good, which by the way is a very masculine energy and we do not have to operate in a masculine energy or a wounded masculine energy in order to be successful. We can have amazing balance of feminine energy where we get to recharge, inspire ourselves, do creative things, connect with people, connect with nature. And then when we show up in our business or our life or the areas that we need to take action in, it's from that place of inspiration. It's from that place of passion and purpose and focus. It's not a, oh, I've got to do this because... No, if you're feeling like that, that's that's a wounded energy. And you didn't come here to be wounded. Okay, cool. All right, number two. You all knew this one was coming. Focus your self-talk on good, not evil. <laughs> and everyone says this, right? You need to change the way you talk to yourself. And hands down, we do. Hands down, we do. But... It's a little bit of a process, right? Especially if this is your first time really holding yourself accountable to the voice in your own head. Because for most of us, we are used to treating ourselves like trash. We're used to looking in the mirror and or even if we look in the mirror, many people can't, right? Because we're so focused and we've practiced thinking so many times how ugly we are how we're too big, we're too small, we're too old, we're too this, we're too that, I hate my nose, I hate my teeth, I'm not, whatever, whatever it may be, all of us have our thing and we've practiced it so many times though, right? And so the way that the unconscious mind works is that it is programmed to seek out more, which is why, you know, when we say what you focus on expands, it's literally true because if you're saying, you're looking in the mirror and you're going, oh my God, I'm so ugly and I'm so fat and I'm too this and I'm so this and I'll never be as good as my sister and no wonder everyone breaks up with me. You're literally training your unconscious mind to look for more of those things to focus on. But if you were to stand in front of the mirror and even if all you could say to yourself, if you could look yourself in the eye right now and even if all those things you believe are true right now, But if you could look yourself in the eye and say, I am so proud of my strength. I have the best heart. I love, I love how generous I am. I'm so kind. I'm so thoughtful. I'm really sweet. I'm really playful. I I love the color of my eyes, right? (laughs) Whatever it may be. If every single time you had a shitty negative thought, you replaced it with, Whatever, like it has to be something that resonates for you, right? It has to be something that you can crack your own surface with. 
What would happen if you did that for a whole week? If if you could pick one thing that you really liked about yourself, I mean, the more the better, right? But if this is really new for you, what's an affirmation? What's something that you could affirm to yourself that every time you thought, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm so dumb or I'm so this or that, you could go, yeah, but I'm a child of God. Yeah, but I'm such a kind-hearted person. Yeah, but I'm really intelligent. Yeah, but I'm always growing. I'm always building. I'm always getting better. You know, how different would that be? And that's literally how we have to do it. It's a conscious choice to start calling out these voices. And that's where it started for me long before I ever knew I was going to be on this path. And it was when I just started in mental health. And I've told this story many times, but I'll um, just skim over it for those of you who haven't heard it. And I was walking to my bedroom one night and there was a big mirror um, on the wall in the hallway. As I walked past it, I looked over it and I just said like these disgusting things to myself. And I heard it. And I was like, oh my God, is that how I talk to myself all the time? That is horrific. Like, how can I work in mental health? How can I serve others? How can I be an example of how to love yourself, how to grow, how to put yourself out there? If this is how I treat myself, right? I'm not going to be a hypocrite. So that was it. In that moment, I was like, this ends now. And it was this real deliberate, like, holy shit, is this how I talk to myself? And it's wild because we've been doing it our whole lives, right? Like I found a, a diary of mine from when I was living in Sweden when I was 16. And I'd actually drawn diagrams about how much I hated myself and how ugly I thought I was and all this kind of stuff. And <laughs> it's just wild, right? It's so wild. But this is how we've been programmed. And so it really is this process of unlearning. But we're the only ones that can do it. Because the thing is that I could sit here and say to you, even if you were sitting right next to me now, if I looked you in the eye and said, but you are phenomenal, like you are so beautiful and amazing and talented and you change the energy in the room when you walk into it and you're here for a massive purpose and a massive reason and I believe in you a thousand percent. I would mean that. But if you don't, it doesn't matter, right? Because what happens when you go away with your own thoughts? Your programming is going to take over until you can start to consciously break that pattern, so something that I found really cool is, uh, and really powerful, um, are mirror affirmations. So I actually have a list of affirmations that I send to my private clients. Um, but if you want it, send me a message and I'll send it to you. And it's a 30 affirmations that you literally read looking yourself in the eye in the mirror. And it totally shifts everything so quickly. It is so, so powerful. Um, or just write your own, write some really potent affirmations that, that really resonate with you and read them every day. Yeah. As well as of course, journaling. So to actually start focusing on what you like about yourself. And this is one of the most hilarious, <laughs> she says like Dr. Evil, uh, hilarious exercises to do with clients. And I, I love this uh, with my one-on-one -on -one clients because it literally makes them sweat. And it's exactly what happened to me as well the first time I did this. You know, getting put on the spot and saying, give me 20 things now. Like 20 reasons why you're a phenomenal coach right now. Go. 
Because <laughs> we're really good at the opposite, right? We're so good at the opposite. But we just have not practiced appreciating ourselves, focusing what we actually like and what we're doing well. And it sounds so basic, yet hardly anyone is doing it. And when we do, we change that default voice, right? Again, the unconscious mind is going to seek out more. So when we start focusing on whatever, I'm a phenomenal coach. I'm a, I'm an incredible mum. I'm so proud of everything that I've worked through. I'm whatever, what literally whatever, you know, I've got heaps that I have for myself, but they have to be, they have to be personal for us. They have to be meaningful for us. And when we do that, guess what? Our unconscious mind will start seeking out more. So you'll have little moments where you'll notice, like you'll catch a glimpse of yourself. Happened to me the other day in the microwave. I was cooking dinner and I like caught a glimpse of my reflection. And I was like, huh, I look so good today. I was like, that is so cool. Like that is so cool. Um, and because that's the evidence, right? I'm literally reprogramming my unconscious mind and it's worked to the point that that is my default thought. If you told me that a few years ago, there's no way I would have believed it. So that's the power that you have to really start focusing on, yeah, on good self-talk, on building yourself up, on being your own freaking cheerleader, right? And then when you notice those negative self-talk things come up, replace them. So if you have a really gross thought, like, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so old, I'm not good enough for this, call it out. No, <laughs> that's not true. We're not playing that game. Actually, I'm more than good enough or whatever it may be, right? To replace it. You do that enough times <laughs> and it really doesn't take that long. It's just this conscious effort. Cool? All right. Number three, get real with yourself. What do you truly believe? And where did those beliefs come from? This is a freaking game changer. Of all the points, this is my absolute favorite one in terms of our healing our unlearning our letting go of all the crap that we've been carrying for our entire lives which by the way most of it didn't come from us now not that we're into the blame game because it's not useful but so much of the stuff comes from our parents or from external influences like we know that yeah the media for example if social media advertising tv movies those trash magazines <laughs> Um, and our parents, all of these things get projected onto us and we just accept them at a very young age because we look to the adults to be the influence for in our lives, you know, and not many of them live their lives like this. So we need to get really real with ourselves because something that I've noticed with a lot of people is that we're really good at that superficial talk right like we can all go oh yeah I'm a queen like I'm amazing um oh well it's his loss da 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 but it's surface level right it's like a defensive thing it's a mask it's to actually hide how we truly feel but it's not real and it's not deep because if we truly believe those things then that's amazing well done but if we're using those things to avoid feeling our true emotions that's when we get into trouble. And again, this is this is about so much compassion because to delve into the true emotion and the true pain of these things, 
can hurt like a bitch. Like, I'm not going to lie, you know. Um, I, yeah, many, many tears and, you know, have been shed in my end on this sort of stuff. But this is where the transformation comes from. Because, you know what, we, we dive deep. We rip these things out from the roots out of the ground. They're gone. They don't grow back. And so, you know, this thing of what you resist persists. Like, there's a lot of toxic teaching in spirituality and personal development where people say, just focus on the positive, just focus on the positive, just focus on the positive. Uh, and that it becomes toxic positivity after a little while. Because what we resist persists. So if we're saying, oh, I'm so grateful, I feel amazing. But what we really feel is unworthy, not good enough. We're judging ourselves. We feel like a loser. Our unconscious mind is 95% of our mind, remember. So when it comes down to it, our unconscious beliefs are always going to win. Our unconscious beliefs are what drive our behavior. So, okay, if we're on the surface saying, oh, yeah, I'm a goddess, I'm a queen, I'm so amazing. But what we really feel is not good enough, unworthy, ugly, whatever it may be. How do you think that manifests in terms of the goals that we pursue, the relationships that we allow? Well, we're going to settle for shit. We're going to settle for average shit. And then average people are going to show up and they're going to treat us like shit because that's that's an energetic match for our belief. We're going to get average money, average work. And then we're going to go, oh, see, I only get um, shitty boyfriends because I'm not good enough. And it's going to validate that belief. But it's the belief that's causing the behavior. So this is why it's so important that it's not always about (laughs) what feels good. You know, ultimately, what feels great after we've processed this stuff is a lifetime of being treated like a freaking queen and receiving what we're worthy of. But that initial courage to dive into this stuff is so important. And this is something we're not taught to do at all. We're not good at the, in this country at dealing with our feelings and talking about them. In fact, we're actually taught that vulnerability is weakness and it's shameful, (laughs) and it could not be further from the truth. It takes so much more courage to feel your feelings, to honor them, to acknowledge them, to confront them, than to have some drinks after work and forget about it, you know? And this is, of course, something that I support my clients with so much because... (laughs) It can be really triggering and also it can be really useful to have someone spot your blind spots as well because so much of this is often unconscious, right? It's at the subconscious level. So it's sometimes easier for someone external who's not caught up in the emotion to actually be able to see, hey, there's a pattern of this and this and this or seeing the connections between different things. So if this is something you want some support with and there's stuff that you're working through, just flip me a message. Um... But yeah, the power of shining a light on the shadow parts of ourselves. This is how we integrate it, right? There is no part of us that is shameful or that we should be embarrassed by or anything like that. It's all a part of us. And that's why I say exercising self-compassion is so important because honestly, there are going to be parts within you that you're going to be holding onto shame around. I know there were like full disclosure a couple of weekends ago I sent a very uh 
vulnerable message to an old friend of mine apologizing for something I had done six months ago. And it was when I was I was working through some really intense um, childhood trauma and it was around, it had really triggered this fight or flight thing because as a kid, like growing up in a violent home, I'd learned that, you know, I've got to protect myself. And this friend who I loved more than anyone else, like he got too close. And so my unconscious, again, doing a phenomenal job of protecting me, pushed him away very quickly. And a couple of weekends ago, I really realized that. I realized what had happened. And and it was so hard. And like honestly, it makes me want to cry even now thinking about it. To sit with these parts of yourself when you think, man, I actually hurt someone. My behavior really hurt someone. Or, you know, all of these things. Like, it's really hard. And that's why uh, self-compassion is so important. Because the thing is that that doesn't change whether I acknowledge it or not. And that I can't go back and change what happened. You know, but obviously I apologized, um, which is all I can do now. But also to make sure that that doesn't happen again. To shine that light on my own shadow, to become aware of these unconscious triggers and patterns that were running. And also in terms of compassion, right? Why were they there? They were there because they had literally kept me alive. They had saved me as a child. They'd kept me safe. So I can have compassion for that, right? And yeah, it's it's a it's a delicate little situation, some of this stuff. And which is, like I say, self-compassion is needed. But then the power that we have when we start to understand these things that we're doing and why. And so often we never slow down long enough to even acknowledge what we do or why we do it or why we respond a certain way. We're very reactive, right? And we're taught also to look at other people. Like we're taught to look at the external and blame them or cut them off or whatever. Um, But actually, if things are repeating in our lives, there's an unconscious pattern within us and we don't have any power over it until we actually acknowledge it. So it's so, so, so important. And as we're acknowledging what we truly believe and giving ourselves permission to be real without judgment, without shame, what do we actually believe? What do we believe about ourselves? What do we believe about relationships? What do we believe about what we are worthy of? We can also become aware of where those beliefs came from. And when we realize that, okay, I feel like this, but what the heck? That doesn't even make sense. Oh my God, I learned that from my dad. My dad taught me that. My dad was the one that made me feel like that. Oh, takes the power out of it right (laughs) and then we can journal away to our heart's content and this stuff shifts so fast so that was quite a long (laughs) a long segment on number three but so important and so life-changing I cannot emphasize enough the power of this work having the courage to really get real with ourselves and be honest about what we truly believe not what we want to believe And what we think we believe. What do we truly believe? Cool. So number four. This is a fun one. Okay. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Uh, Get clear on your desires and move towards them. 
Yes, vision boards, baby. Or um, whatever, however you want to do it. Everyone's different, right? So if you're an auditory person, you could literally record something. You could record yourself. Like, let's say you have a dream of, I don't know, speaking on stage. You could, or winning an award or something. You could literally write your acceptance speech (laughs) and record in your own voice what your speech would be like and listen to it every day actually focusing on what you want right because so often we're not we're not thinking about what we want we're looking at what's in front of us we're feeling bad about it and so we never grow from that we have to if we want the higher levels of things we've got to extend into them right so we have to like firstly decide what we want which obviously instructs the universe and our unconscious mind right this is what we're going for this is mine so that's where the inspired action the law of attraction all of these things kick in but then we have to hold that frequency so if we've said man I really want I really really want an amazing relationship and here's my list of all these qualities that I would love to have in a partner And then we continue to allow, for lack of a better word, fuck boys, to treat us like shit. Are we an energetic match to that higher level? No, no, we're not. So it's this real accountability thing, right? Where we have to actually be looking at, are we in alignment with our higher desires? But the big thing is having desires. Do you actually know what you want in your life? If you took off the limits... If you stop thinking about what's realistic, do you actually know what you want in terms of your home, your love, your health, your money, the impact that you want to have in the world? Who are you, really, deep down? What does your soul say about who you are? Because I guarantee you, if you're listening to this, you're not an average player. You're not an average person. You're called for greatness. And I always set that intention when I release these, that the most epic people find them and listen to them so if you're here that's why so cut the humble shit all right we're not playing small anymore (laughs) who do you actually know that you are and who are you here to be in the world and what are you calling in how good would it be to focus on that multiple times a day right now I've got a um I've decided that vision boards were out because I I would constantly, I would hit a goal and then I'd need to change it. So I loved vision folders. So in my phone, I have vision folders. They have all my current desires in them. And I've set my alarm on my phone four times a day. So when my alarm goes off, I sit with my vision and I look at these photos and I close my eyes and I really get into the energy and feel what it would be like. And imagine myself in these things, walking around my house, you know, and doing all these things. And it is so incredible. It makes me cry every single time to really, because we're tapping into a higher level of ourselves that already exists, right? This, and this is quite like quantum physics, but it feels so real because it already is. And these desires are coming through us for a reason. So when we take time to sit in that, to visualize, to be present in it. What are we doing for our unconscious mind? Focusing on what we desire, right? So it seeks out more. And then it starts bringing 
the solutions to us. It starts showing to us the way to get it, which is so awesome. So this is another super simple thing, right? Getting clear on our desires and get specific. And I've done several podcasts on this stuff before as well around actually setting goals that work with your unconscious mind, not just like vague, ambiguous things because the universe thrives on specificity. So you want a dream relationship? List the qualities. You want more money? How much? By when? All of these things, right? So good. And it just lifts your spirits because you then start living in this energy of possibility and excitement and desire instead of focusing on what you don't want and creating more of it. Cool. So the next one, which is number five. This is actually going to be a journal prompt for you guys, right? This is a really big one. And I'd love for you to spend a decent amount of time really sitting with this and reflecting on it. All right, so the prompt is, what am I currently judging myself for? Okay. That's the opposite of love, right? How do we how do we love ourselves if we're constantly punishing ourselves, beating ourselves up, holding on to shame, holding on to judgment? That's a problem. That's a problem if that's what's going on. And so it kind of links to number three in the sense of getting really clear and real with ourselves around what we truly believe. So if you're being really honest, where are you beating yourself up right now? What are the parts of you that you feel aren't enough, aren't good enough? Because remember, what you resist persists. So if that's sitting there, it's making a big impact, a bigger impact than you realize. So that's a really, really potent one. And again, can be very uncomfortable. So enter with full compassion, full, full, full self-compassion. Because it's only the courageous that enter this arena. How many people, (laughs) I was just going to say, how many dudes, you know, roll like this? (laughs) Um, But that's true. In the words of Scribe, how many dudes, you know, roll like this? Um, (laughs) Not many, if any. So, uh, yeah, because it's massively courageous to look at the parts of ourselves that are holding on to judgment, the parts of us that we feel aren't good enough. But guess what? When we shine a big light on it and we go, I've like, whatever, I should be. I should be further along. I should be this or that, whatever. Where did that come from? Whose belief is that? And why are you carrying it? This is the power that we have to change the whole story when we're honest enough with ourselves to actually look at the truth. And because all of this is operating at the unconscious level, when we change this stuff, it has a massive snowball effect in the most positive way. You know, it is it is literally life-changing when you rip this stuff out and you replace it with something 
positive that's actually going to serve you. But it does require us to go deep. And so often it's just stuff that we've put pressure on ourselves for. Like, you know, I was amazed. The more work that I do on myself, the more beliefs that I uncover that have nothing to do with me. And what's so cool with the unconscious mind is that it stores everything. So, so often you'll be journaling like this and you'll have a flashback to a certain moment and you'll see the person's face who said this thing to you. And that's it. That's your unconscious mind saying, this is where it came from, you know? Um, Yeah, so many beliefs, so many projections, so many just wounds of other people who hadn't healed them, who then passed them on. And that's how this works, right? It's that thing of if you don't heal, then you bleed on people who didn't cut you. And that's it. That's so often what happens. So how amazing is it that we can be the, the ones who heal and stop that cycle? We don't pass these beliefs on. We don't pass these wounds on. And not only that, we then get to teach other people how to love themselves, how to heal themselves, how to create their most epic, abundant, impactful, purposeful, love-filled lives. How awesome would that be? And who cares if, even if we're like, oh, you know, I should be doing this or I should be doing that, says who? I mean, who cares if we aren't checking society's checklist? Who actually cares? And if you're like, I care, why? How many people do you know who are following the quote-unquote rules who are actually happy? (laughs) Everyone that I know who's following the rules is not happy. The ones who have gone slightly off-grid, the other ones, slightly unconventional, the rebels, you know? And because even the thing is that it's not about... It's not about what you do or anything, but it's about passion, isn't it? It's about living your life from the heart. If you have a, a job that you love, then that's actually off the grid. Most people don't. Most people have a job that they, you know, they settle for. So if you dare to live a life that you love, you're unconventional, which I think is crazy, but so cool. Okay, you guys, that's five points. (laughs) And honestly, I could go on, but that's enough for now. Um, This is is the sort of stuff that, you know, you'll get so much out of when you take time to reflect on and really reflect on. And if you notice resistance, because I can hear some of you now already being like, oh, nah, and like, nah, I don't want to meditate. I don't want to journal. I'm busy, whatever. Nope, that's resistance. And the resistance means that there's something there because your unconscious mind wouldn't be throwing up like a barrier unless there was, (laughs) which means that if you do push yourself to really reflect on this stuff, you're going to have an amazing outcome and massive breakthroughs and revelations. And so as usual, I would love to hear from you guys. What have been your big takeaways Let me know, and especially after you've journaled and after you've had an opportunity to reflect, what have these things really jumped out at you? Yeah, I love hearing about this stuff Um, because I know my my private clients 
when we get into this stuff. And even, you know, point one, just resting. People integrating more rest and more fun into their lives. Absolute game changer. It puts them in an energy of being able to receive. Right? So, 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 so powerful. So, all right, my friends, keep me posted. I hope that you got so much out of this. Let me know. Let me know. Um, and I will be back again soon with our next episode. So all the best. Sending you guys so much love out there. And um, keep being bright, shiny lights in this dark world right now. You are so important and so needed. And I'm so proud of all of you for showing up for yourselves like this. It takes massive courage. And you are all going against the grain, which is phenomenal. So I love you guys so much. Have an awesome time with all your homework from this. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your aha moments. Please share on your stories and tag me so I can celebrate with you. And be sure to connect with me online. I'm on Instagram at mon3.0. And find me on YouTube by searching Monica Ferguson. Have an amazing week. And remember that you are so inherently worthy. You are so loved and you belong. All my love, guys. See you soon.